In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. These are words of hope after some pretty challenging readings from Scripture. This is the dichotomy and the blessing of Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent. Tonight we come together as people who sometimes experience hopelessness. Yet with Christ, we are also a people with hope, and we know for sure that hope will sustain us. Lent, like Advent, is a liturgical season of preparation. Where Advent prepares us for the birth of Christ, Lent prepares us to remember anew the sacrifice that Christ made on our behalf on the cross. Lent, as a deliberate time of preparation and reflection, originated in the Western Christian Church around the end of the third or the beginning of the fourth century. And it was typically a time for those adults who were to be baptized at the Easter Vigil. And at that point, they were making their final preparations, culminating their three years of teaching and spiritual reflection that was required of them before they could become full members of the church. That was one of the things that my pastor taught me when I was in confirmation class because we had three years of confirmation class. So he was simply reminding us ancient church. In those early days, Lent began with a spiritual humbling and Ash Wednesday, as it later was given its name, um, was the day. And the enter into a position of repentance before God. From the times of the prophets, Ashes were the symbol of penitence and mortality. So whether or not you choose to receive and wear ashes tonight as an outward sign of your faith and humanness, I encourage you to use the rest of this evening and all of Lent as a time to reflect on your own relationship with God. For on this day, we are reminded both to look inwardly at our own hearts and outwardly to Christ and to the church in the world. The first reading for tonight uh, had us listen to the prophet Joel as he warned about a day of judgment and calls for repentance and reconciliation with God. The psalm, which is one of my favorite psalms, the psalm of David, written after his incident with Bathsheba, 
And so often it becomes part of a confession during Lent because it repeats the same theme that we have sinned and seemingly we stand before God without hope. Yet somehow hope remains when we reconcile ourselves to God. And in the second reading, Paul returns to a similar subject when he tells us of both grace and hope. He gives us a reason for hoping. Whether we are burdened by our sin or life itself, pandemic, depression, illness, a sense of I don't know who I am anymore, Whatever it is that we are struggling with, Paul reminds us that Christ is our hope, that through Christ we can be reconciled to God from whom we are estranged because of our sin. Everything old has passed away, Paul says. Everything has also become new. This is what the psalmist experienced, even after his horrible acts that included adultery and murder, he was eventually able to put the painful, sinful past behind him because of God's grace and God's mercy. The message of Lent, of penitence, really is a message of peace and comfort if we embrace it in the best way. Because it's only when we recognize where we would be without God that we can understand what it means that we have been redeemed and we have hope because of what God has done for us. Paul calls the Corinthians not only to consider their past and therefore consider their need for God. But he says that God even calls them into a ministry of reconciliation. So likewise, we are called by God to help people to be reconciled with God and their fellow human beings. And we are called to be reconciliation in all of our own relationships. And finally, Paul Mays makes an emphatic statement about the present situation. He says, now is the acceptable time. Now, notice that he doesn't beat the reader over the head shouting, now is the time of God's judgment, so get your act together or else. No, he says, now is the acceptable time. It's a call to reconciliation. It's an invitation to put things back in order, back right, in terms of our relationship with God and one another and the world. And Paul says it over and over and over again, now is the time. Now. Don't wait. Though we live in a culture of immediate gratification and response, it's often the important things that we put off until a later time. So, so often we can become sluggish and lazy 
in matters of faith, imagining there is always more time and knowing full well that we're never going to be fully perfect. So we'll work on ourselves tomorrow. There's always some point in the future, we think, when we can set things right with God and our neighbor. But this is not the way of the gospel. Each moment is filled with importance. Each day is a day ripe for opportunity and possibility, and each encounter we prayer we make to God is a time to start over with God. So as Lent is the time for reflection, for penitence, for self-examination, we invite you to begin that Lenten process today, tonight. Now is the acceptable time. So search your own heart. In what areas do you feel you are far from God? Are there people for whom you need to seek forgiveness? Are there people that you need to forgive? What in your life needs to be made right? Let the ashes that you wear be a symbol of mourning all those shortcomings and the symbol of your repentance to begin to turn around and make things better. Have you been putting off God's call in discipleship in some way? Now is the acceptable time. Make this Lenten season a time when you are determined to make every day count for something. Resolve to follow some new or renewed spiritual practice during the next six weeks, so that when you celebrate the resurrection, you will see that you have indeed been changed in some way between this night and that morning. Now is the time to renew your prayer and meditative practices. Perhaps there's a devotional booklet somewhere that you've wanted to read for some time. So pick it up and get started. Aside five minutes every day for spiritual reading, for meditation and prayer, or more if you can afford the time. Maybe the time will grow into something longer. It's best probably not to set goals, just make sure that there's time, some time every day. And enjoy the opportunity of sitting or standing before God and taking that breath and feeling God's love and returning it in your meditation and prayer. This is also a time for us to experience some joy as we begin to see the healing take place and we begin to see our relationships become stronger. Now is also the time to renew your practices of service in the name of Jesus Christ. Where have you sensed the call to serve others? Is there a place where the hungry are fed 
or the poor are clothed, or the homeless are housed, or the aged are cared for, or the young attended to, or the sick made well, and you just have this sense that you need to be a part of that process. What is God calling you to? Now is the time. Now is the time to attend to the poverty of your own soul. It's a time for searching and self-examining, for letting God into the chambers of your heart that maybe you even prefer to keep hidden from yourself even, and certainly from God. Where have you not received forgiveness? When and where have you not offered forgiveness? Where have you been hurtful or critical? In what ways have you disappointed yourself and God? Now is the time for reflection and change and reconciliation. As this season of Lent returns this year, let it return to you as a new opportunity for growth. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Let now be the time for you to renew your faith and live in this wonderful, hopeful relationship with God and God's church. Amen.